0: Welcome to Sizzlin' Arrow Outdoors, where we learn to cultivate, harvest, and prepare clean, organic food. I am Paul Rhodes, the host and founder of this podcast and the company known as Sizzlin' Arrow Outdoors. Well, thank you for joining us today. Uh, We appreciate having you here. If this is the first time you've tuned into Sizzlin' Arrow, you'll make sure you go and check out the first podcast that we did. That kind of gives you a breakdown and uh, explains what Sizzlin' Arrow is about and what we're planning to do. You can also check out the website, which, I honestly, I encourage you to check that out if you haven't looked at it yet, whether you've been listening to us for a while or you're just tuning in. But that breaks down everything that Sizzlin' Arrow does. What we offer gives you access to memberships, also gives you access to our blog section, and then gives you... Um, opportunities to purchase Sizzling Arrow merchandise such as hats, tumblers, and uh, t-shirts. So definitely check that out. A lot of good stuff in there. I look forward to rolling along with more information for you there, giving you some recipes, some instructional videos, and access to our events that will be happening at some point here in the near future. So uh, go check that out. Again, that's www.sizzlingarrow.com and uh, see what we have to offer there for you. Today's episode, we are going to kind of focus in on what we call in the kitchen is mise en place. So, mise en place is a French term that is used in professional kitchens. Pretty much what this does is it describes the organization and arranging of the workspace, ingredients, and equipment before beginning to cook. And in French, it translates to to put in place. So mise en place is very, very important. It saves time by having everything ready to combine, uh, eliminates the chance of culinary disasters that occur from lack of preparation, which trust me, if you've worked in the kitchen at all in the restaurant setting, you know how easy it is for things to get derailed and turn into complete chaos. So if you have good mise en place, that helps prevent that, substantially and it also saves counter space if you've worked in kitchens as well even just working at home in the kitchen you know how important it is to have a clean working space and uh, have everything right there at your fingertips so the importance of mise en place um, it just makes things easy it makes things a lot easier and you know that goes with everything with in life when you're organized and prepared things just seem to move a lot smoother If you have your ingredients right there in front of you, let's say you've got your salt, your pepper, your herbs, your meat, your knives, your cutting board, everything right there along with your pans behind you. You're able to grab stuff as you need it, season your products, turn around, do whatever you need to do on the saute table or on the grill, and there's really not a lot of moving going on. There's not a lot of walking around. It just kind of gives you a motion. You start getting into the motion of it and it just kind of rolls smoothly as you cook. So it makes things a lot, a lot better. So let's kind of take it for example, let's say you're making meatloaf and you're getting everything prepped up and prepared. So, uh, the first part to mise en place is to make sure that your area is sanitized down and clean. Uh, you want to, you know, have kind of a wiping rag or cleaning rag, sanitation bucket if you want to go that far. a trash bucket that I call it, and where you can put all your uh, prep waste and everything. Knife, your cutting board, your chopped up onions. So your preparation starts before you get. I mean, you're gonna have everything there for you, but you want to have it set up to where you can prep up everything, and then before you even turn on, like turn on your saucepan to sear anything you've got everything right there in front of you. So anyway, going back to the meatloaf, you got your meat, your ground meat, let's say a pound of ground meat. You need your salt, your pepper, your breadcrumbs. I like to put, you know, ketchup, a little bit of spicy mustard, like horseradish mustard. Trying to think if you want to add shredded cheese to it, you can. What else do we need? I think we got I say eggs. You need, need to have a, at least two eggs there for a pound of meat. But get all this stuff put together. And you got your bowl, your cutting board. You got to dice some onions, get some fresh herbs. I generally like to put parsley in mine. You can put a little thyme in there if you want. Maybe even some rosemary if you decide to. I just like to keep it simple and I put parsley in mine. So let's kind of backtrack to this. You got your salt, your pepper, your eggs, your breadcrumbs, your parsley, your mustard, ketchup, uh, one pound of ground meat. And I think that's about it. Yeah. I think that's about it. Anyway. So you get all this stuff put together, you chop up your onions, you dice your, uh, you dice your onions, you mince your parsley, you put your shredded cheese in a little bowl, however much you want to add to it. You get your eggs cracked and put it in a little bowl, salt and peppers pre-portioned out. I mean, again, you can't, You have to kind of go by eye on the salt and pepper. Some people like it more. Some people like it less. What I find that is handy is I put in a little bit of salt, a little bit of pepper, and then I'll mix all the ingredients together in the meat. And then I'll take a little tester ball and put it in a uh, saute pan, sear that down, make sure it tastes okay before I put everything in the oven. That's that's the best way to kind of test your salt on big batches of meat because one thing, you don't want it to be undersalted and you don't want it to be oversalted. So, start it off and just do you may have to do a couple different testers to make sure everything tastes good, but you know, it's very important to have a little tester ball uh whether you're doing meatloaf or crab cakes or hamburger, you know, just make sure you test it first. Uh, I know some people that never taste their food before they cook it and I mean, that's just set yourself up for a bad meal at some point some people do it really well but there's always there's there's a lot more room for error if you don't do the samples of the food before you decide to make the big batch so anyway if you have everything together you can mix it all up get it put in the oven have your oven preheated so you're not waiting around for that you know once you got everything mixed up if you have your oven preheated you can just mix it up throw it in there and uh, everything's good to go ready to rock and roll if you do not have everything prepared which we've I've done this before to where I'm running around let's say I get my meat I put it in a bowl I season it up my hands are all dirty and I forgot to put the onions in or I forgot to dice the onions so now I got to wash my hands I got to go in grab the onions come back dice it up and that just wasted probably at least two minutes a time so if you have to continuously stop what you're doing, grab something, prep that up, add it, stop what you're doing, grab something else. You're adding a lot of unnecessary wasted time there that could have been prevented if you had had everything together. And two, you have more risk of forgetting to add an ingredient into the product. Or if you're sautéing stuff, let's say you're making pasta, Or uh, sautéing meat or something, you get your meat on the stove and you forgot something for your side and you're going to grab that and then your meat burns. Then you're stuck with nothing usable there. So you have to restart everything over. You're wasting food increases the time that people have to wait for the food. So it's a lot of of bad stuff that can happen if you're not prepared in the kitchen setting when you're cooking. That's restaurant or home cook. So either one. It's best to have your mise en place put together, better to be prepared and you'll find that things run a lot smoother uh, when everything's right there in front of you, pre-portioned, you know the recipe, you know what exactly needs to go into it instead of guessing and going on a whim. So with the mise en place ideology, you can you'll find that you can use this and we do use this in every facet of life, whether it's family, work, hobbies, whatever it may be. If you're more organized, if you have a plan, a planner, such as, uh, you know, pre-written out recipes in the kitchen. If you have a planner, like pre-written out day, you're going to find that your day moves a lot smoother. You're going to get a lot more done. You're going to be more productive. You're not going to have as much stress in your life. And you're going to have more time for the things that you enjoy, such as spending time with your family, playing with your kids, or just doing, um, Recreational stuff for yourself, such as hunting, fishing, hiking, whatever it is that you like to do, golf, basketball, you know, whatever it may be, hanging out with the boys. You know, if, if you have everything laid out and you have your day structured, you'll have more time for the other stuff work smart, not hard. That is a perfect motto. And the way to work smarter and not harder is to have your days planned out and be structured and organized. So have your mise en place for life, if you would, laid on a sheet of paper every day. Now, if you're not accustomed to doing this, which I am not the best person at doing this, but I'm, I'm getting better. I'm learning. It's going to be hard to instill this habit into day-to-day life and having everything written down on a planner making sure that you actually use that planner on a day-to-day basis it's going to make it's going to make your life a lot easier but it's going to be difficult it's not going to be easy to transition from doing things just as they come versus having things laid out and structured and the other thing is when you incorporate this into your day-to-day life if you have a family if it's not just you you got to kind of make sure that everybody's on the same page because you can do everything for yourself and you can make sure that you have a, a day planned out. But if not everyone's on the same page or wanting to, um, incorporate this into their lives, it's going to be a little more difficult. It's going to be pretty difficult for you to actually accomplish this. And to, it's going to be easy to steer away from your planner and steer away from the structure that you're trying to build. So make sure that you have your entire family on board with what you're doing before you um, set up the planner, because you're just going to get frustrated if they're not. So that's kind of the way that you incorporate this into your day-to-day life is just having a, your day written out pre-plan it, you know, sit down the night before, say, okay, this is what I need to do for tomorrow, have it written down. And, uh, that way you can wake up, know what you're doing, ready to rock and roll. And then once you get those things knocked out, then you can either add more things onto it and just start rolling with it or use that extra time for, like I said, extracurricular activities or spending time with your family. And when it comes to hobbies, you know, with me, hunting is my hobby. You want to have everything pre-planned. I need to make sure that, you know, I have my tags ready. I need to make sure that I research and know the land that I'm hunting, uh, where the boundaries are, to where you don't get in trouble on trespassing charges. Make sure that you're not hunting in areas that are, I guess, safe spots for the animals, like national forest and stuff like that. So you got to make sure that you know what the area is that you're hunting, because if, let's say if you live on the East coast and you're going to hunt in the Midwest, you're not going to be able to go and scout that a couple days beforehand and get that feet on the ground experience. So you're going to have to learn how to use topo maps satellite maps and all that good stuff so that's one of the most important things is to know the area that you're hunting have your licenses make sure that you have all your gear prepared because last thing you want to do is go into the field with your bow and not have your release it's good to have a backup just saying i've had a one time to where i left my release at the house and this i wasn't traveling outside of the state i was just going to my regular hunting place but i grabbed everything else i wasn't prepared i ran out and uh, i was running a little late too because i overslept and i get to the hunting area and i don't have my release so i had to turn around and come home now that's really frustrating because i just ruined my entire day of hunting because i had to come home and i wasn't prepared if i would have taken five minutes the night before and got everything put together and ready to go i would have been able to go out and hunt and who knows you know i may have been able to shoot something i mean the deer that I was chasing could have walked under my stand that day. You never know. But um, if you're not prepared, you're setting yourself up for failure. Being prepared could really if you go out in the back country and do hiking, camping, fishing, hunting, whatever, it may be could honestly save your life. If you're not prepared for these type of trips, um, you could definitely easily put yourself into a life-threatening situation and nobody wants that. So just make sure you take, you know, 10 20 minutes to prepare everything, get, get things written down, go over, do your homework, study, make sure that you're adequately prepared for the task at hand. So anyway, we're going to do kind of a quick backtrack. So when it comes to mise en place in the kitchen, you're going to want to make sure that you you know your recipe, you have your ingredients laid out, everything's pre-portioned, pre-cut, ready to be put into, the pan and cook and that way you don't have to do a lot of running back and forth the less chance of burning stuff or forgetting things or so the more prepared you are the better your food's going to taste the less stress you're going to have the happier people uh, happier family if you're cooking for your family or if you're cooking in a restaurant the happier your customers are going to be when it comes to -to day-to-day life you're going to want to make sure that you have like a planner set out plan out your day whether you plan out your day the night before or you wake up early and you plan out your day that morning. Take about 10 minutes, 10 to 15 minutes to plan out your day. Have a structured plan of how you want to go about it and then just check things off. That way you can kind of keep track and you'll have more time to spend with your family, do things that you like to do, and uh, just honestly live a Better, less stressful life. When it comes to extracurricular activities, like my example was hunting, make sure that you again take 10 to 15 minutes to prepare the night before your items. Make sure you do your homework of the areas that you're hunting. If you're going out of state and it's not a familiar area, check the weather. Make sure that you are prepared for anything that may come your way. You know, have necessary survival kits whether it's first aid snake bite kits whatever it may be prepared food just in case something were to happen it's good to have a little backup so all in all this breaks then you can use mise en place for every part of your life whether it's cooking in general uh, everyday life and uh, extracurricular activities such as hunting and fishing or whatever you may like to do so with all that being said you know mise en place or being prepared being organized it's Not a whole lot to it, but it's very important to have and it's very important to instill into our everyday lives because it makes things a lot easier and it alleviates a lot of this unnecessary stress that I, I feel that... I have myself, and then I'm sure a lot of other people have as well. And if we all just put everything down on a piece of paper and become a little more structured and more organized, that stress will kind of go away and we can focus on things that are more important to us than having to run around like chickens with our heads cut off. But anyway, this is all that I really wanted to mention today. So um, I appreciate y'all listening. Thank you for tuning in. If you found this helpful or useful, make sure you leave us a five-star rating. And, you know, we'd love to hear what you think. haven't been getting many reviews, so definitely leave us a uh, review as well. You know, take a few minutes to do that. I'd appreciate that. The more ratings and reviews we get, the more that this podcast will outreach to other people. So, you know, that's very, very important. So if you could just take a few minutes for me and uh, leave us a five-star rating and a review, I'd much appreciate it. And uh, it's going to go a long, long way. Make sure you check us out on the socials, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube. Uh, just put up a new review for the Sitka Cloudburst rain suit. and My daughter sprayed me down with the hose and uh, shows you kind of what that rain suit can do in a uh, little bit heavier downpour. So it's a good piece of uh, equipment. So check out the review at YouTube. Make sure you go to check us out on the website, www.sizzlingarrow.com. Um, You know, Grab yourself a Sizzlin Arrow hat, Sizzlin Arrow shirt. The tumblers are great. They're made by Arctic. Go and check those out. I uh, greatly appreciate you guys tuning in again and we will be back here the end of the month, so next week, with the interview show with Good Hope Farms here in Cary. Great interview there. The ladies over there are doing wonderful, wonderful things for the community here in Cary and for up-and-coming farmers. It's um, a great conversation, and you know definitely check them out at uh, goodhopefarms.com and see what they're all about. But Anyway, thanks again. Uh, really appreciate y'all, and uh, we will see you back here at the end of the month. Uh, in the meantime, you know, get outdoors, get in the kitchen, just make things. I have a guy's and all